So can I get you gentlemen something more to drink or maybe something to nibble on? Some pizza shooters, shrimp poppers, or extreme fajitas? You're listening to Getting Lunch with Joe Hawk. Lay off me, I'm starving. Check, please. Now here's your host, the one and only, Joe Hawk. We're recording on audio. Got it. Recording on audio. Audio's rolling. The story of our life. I know one of the many uh, probably uh, you know, inside jokes you'll probably hear on this episode. <laughs> probably we, a lot. <laughs> well, we are coming to you live from Pacifica Brewery. Uh, welcome to another episode of Getting Lunch with Joe Hawk. I'm your host, of course, Joe Hawk. Ching ching. And with me, my guest today, she is the program director of 1077 The Bone. She is also the host of Middays at 1077 The Bone from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. She is the host of Soundwaves TV. She is forever my mentor and one of my best friends of a decade. Amen to that. Miss Chassa Michaelis. We're brother and sister <laughs> from another right. mister, Damn that's right. for sure. Chasta, how are you? I'm I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. I'm well, first of all, look, look at the spread you got. Okay, I have a ridiculous <laughs> spread in front of me, so we'll tell the backstory on this. Yeah. So we're at Pacifica Brewery. Mm. I'm dear friends with Helen, the owner. Yeah. She knows I'm a this vegetarian. Is your second home. It is my second yeah. home. Next it, to Longboard. I mean, truly, like yeah. I live a half a mile from here. We're here every weekend, mm-hmm. at least once. Uh, and Helen is one of my best friends, and so she knows I don't eat meat. Yeah. And during lunch hours, they do like chicken sandwiches. Yes, like what you very, have, right? Very, very minimal menu. Minimal menu for bar hours. Yeah, till about 4 p.m. Because they just actually started serving lunch, which yeah. I'm excited about. So she knew I was coming. I was like, do you have anything veggie? Can you just whip up a salad? Like something easy. Mm-hmm. She brings out this, this smorgasbord. It smells amazing. It does smell amazing. Like, I will I share. I think that's Parmesan crusted asparagus, which I love. I think you're right. I will share. Don't oh. worry. <laughs> uh, so we've got all the veggies. We've got a lot of cheese, a yeah. lot of crackers, a lot of fruit, wow. uh, and jam and candied walnuts. Walnuts. I'm like I am living. I, I got my I got my meat flesh over Your here. Your big the chick, flesh. The chicken fried. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh. That's the first. That's what she said of the day. And we're mm-hmm. like, what? Forty five seconds in. I think mm-hmm. that's a pretty impressive record, mm-hmm. even for us. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited about my food, but I'm most excited to have a yeah. lunch with you and beers with you. Mm-hmm. You really are my my brother. We've known each other for ten years. Ten now. years now. Yeah. That's nuts. I know. Wow. Could you imagine, actually, this is like one of the many topics I was thinking about on my way here. Yeah. That, as I swallow my food, mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be a lot of this during the podcast. Well, so, I mean, it is good lunch with Joe. <laughs> that's right. Um, could you imagine that 10 years ago when this little skinny little punk <laughs> came into the morning show that you and me would be <laughs> best friends. Have a lifelong friendship. Have a, a lifelong friendship, working relationship yep. still to this day. Yep. We've survived some shit, too. Yes, we have. <laughs> Granted, we aren't full-time, you know, co-workers anymore. No, Which that's, you know, besides the fact. Yeah. But we're still working together on sound waves. Oh, yeah. And and always will be. I think we'll yeah. always find a way for our paths to connect. Yeah. Both personally and professionally. Well, honestly, if it wasn't for you, always constantly like, hey, are you starting podcasting yet? Hey, are you going to get a podcast going again? Like, this podcast would not be here because it wasn't for you. I'm kind of a bully about goals. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I've been like, when are you doing your podcast? Is your website up and running? Blah, 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 blah. Seriously. And it's only out of love. Because yeah, no. I, you know, mm-hmm. I've said this a million times to you personally and yeah. privately, but I'll say it on here um, because everyone needs to know, I have believed in you from the second we met. Yeah. I always knew you were a star. Mm-hmm. I've always known that. Always will. Uh-oh. You are, not only that, you've got natural ability, but you are one of the hardest working people that I know. Well, thank you. Period. Full stop. Oh, thank you. Um, that's the truth. So I am so excited about Can where this- I have tears on this episode? I know. I know. <laughs> 
Again, we're less than five minutes in and we're already at tears. But it's the truth. I'm not, you yeah. know, you know, I'm not, I mean, I think I've, I've shown that to you. I've yeah. done everything I can to pull you along, to give you opportunity, mm-hmm. to help you, to mentor you. Yeah. Um, and it's been an awesome thing to watch you blossom over a decade now. Yeah. I mean, and basically, have, a, and basically have a full-on radio career by getting let like, go. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I know, and that—that's the part that sucks. You know, yeah. radio is a is a brutal industry, oh, God, as we yeah. know, um, and it can be very. What's the word I'm looking for? Fickle. It can yes. be a bitch. It can be. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Real talk. It can yeah. be a bitch, but you in the world we live in now with podcasting yeah. and video content, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it. And that's the nice part is you have a lot more control over your brand and your your destiny yeah than we used to in radio yeah you know and thank god for that yeah for obvious reasons Would you, you know when you were back in oklahoma like getting your first start in radio yeah. back in sulfur oklahoma uh-huh would you did you imagine that you would be where you are today no way yeah no way no way like what what was your <laughs> what was your goal when you first started it, it shifted yeah. so yeah. So to go way back, so yeah. because this is a pretty entertaining uh, story, <laughs> I got into radio on accident. I was in college. I was getting a communications degree because mm-hmm. I thought I was going to do PR, something along that line. Okay. So I was getting interpersonal communications and loving it. And I, my mom was getting married, remarried to my stepdad, and I wanted to throw her a bachelorette party. We've heard this story before. but mm-hmm. uh, And so I was like, oh, my God, Aerosmith's coming through town. They're my favorite band. I was like, I'm going to take my mom to Aerosmith with my friends mm-hmm. for her bachelorette party. So I called up the local rock station, Rock 100.5, The Cat, still yeah. there. Yeah. The guy who answered the phone is still working there, by wow. the way. Yeah, wow. he's been there for a hot minute. And um, he and I hit it off, and he offered me an internship over the phone. Yeah. And I was like, F, yeah. Like, I'm not going to – I've never thought about working in radio, but mm-hmm. yeah, let's go for it. So I totally lied, totally made up an entire program that my university did not have, made letterhead the whole nine, faked <laughs> my whole internship – and that's how I got into radio. Hey, fake it till you make it, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. So I never really had goals. I didn't have time to have goals. I just was sort of like the universe was like like a river. Yeah. And I was just kind of going with the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I ended up on a morning show um, there at a sister station of the cat. Mm-hmm. And I was doing part time on the cat and all this stuff. But then I, my heart was always in Hollywood. I always wanted to move to Hollywood. I had yeah. like in my head, I had goals and aspirations in that town. And so I picked up and I left, and that was a big jump for me in a lot of ways. Um, Was it like a culture shock because you're so used to a small town? It was. It was. I mean, yeah. So the town I'm from, Sulphur, Oklahoma, is 4,000 people. Still? It may be four, forty five hundred, forty five hundred now. And we do. We used to have my claim to fame. We used to be one stoplight town. Now we have two. Hey. So I can't say that anymore. And we have a super center Walmart. We upgraded. Nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was like you know, I knew that it would be a bit of a culture shock, and it was. If I had to boil down, because I don't want to get into the weeds on you know my story. I guess even though I am a guest, this is funny. Yeah, you right. know what? I'm just realizing in real life. Yeah. I can tell a long story because I'm the guest. I'm used it, to like wrapping my own shit it's up. So weird. <laughs> The other side, right? I know. That's so weird. So anyway, if I had to boil down my Hollywood uh, days, years into one sentence, it's that I couldn't play the game very well. Mm. I felt like I was a good actress. I'm okay. not. I'm not afraid to say that. I worked really hard at it, and I loved it. I felt like I did okay, but the industry was changing very much into reality TV at the time. Yeah, this is oh three oh four oh five. Yeah, <clears throat> and I was getting gigs like, "Hey, don't you want to be on the Playboy Channel?" 
No. <laughs> don't you... <laughs> awkward to hear about your sister, I realize. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, hey, don't you want to be... Uh, try to be Paris Hilton's best friend on a reality show? No. Um, I didn't want to go that route, and yeah. it, that was all I was getting. And I was like, this is not fun for me. I want to mm. do movies that, like, move people, and I want to, like, say something important. Mm-hmm. And that, at the time, was not really happening Yeah, in Hollywood in the circles that I was in. Everybody was very much into reality TV. Yeah. So when which, I met- ironically, was around the time of the first, you know, major writer's guild strike. Totally. Now, well, I don't know. By the time this comes out, we'll see if the writer's strike is still yeah. going on. That was a big deal. That was, I think, in 07. Yeah. Yeah, so it was right around that yeah, time. Yeah, that's when people, that's when major television stations went to reality TV. Exactly. Because so didn't this take was, that many writers. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that was right on the precipice of all of that. And yeah. so the industry was just in a weird spot, and I picked a really unfortunate weird time to be in Hollywood mm-hmm. that I didn't I wasn't feeling it and I wasn't good at like hey who are you who's your agent what can you do for me game yeah. just felt so gross to me mm. I couldn't play it and that's not to say that people who do play that game really well are gross they're not they have visions and they have goals and they go out and they set those goals and they ha- make shit happen I couldn't do it yeah and sleep at night. <laughs> so that was part of the reason that I left L.A. and I moved here. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've always sort of gone with where the universe takes me. I've yeah. always had goals, but I've always really listened to doors opening and shutting and tried to follow them as well as, as I As a door opening and shutting. I know, exactly. Look at that. <laughs> Good timing. Cute. Um, <laughs> but did I ever think I would program a rock radio station and market for it? Absolutely not. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I was just, I just wanted to be on the bone. Right. That was my goal when I like moved here and started kind of digging into radio stations. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be on that station because it plays the music that I love the most. Yeah. Um, and then when I got on there as a part-time fill-in, I was like, I want to be with Lamont Tonelli. And that happened for me. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of built up from there. Steven Seaweed left. I took his place. Yeah. Um, and then the program director thing came out of nowhere. And I opened my brain to it. And I was like... Okay, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and then the real work. And then began. the whole shit hit the fan. Yeah, that's a big girl job. <laughs> As we've already established, there yes. are some tough things that have to happen yes. when you're program director. Yes, and you got to make real tough decisions. And um, I didn't know all that. I mean, I knew it, but I, you don't know it until you're in it. Yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> trust me, I yeah. I understand now. You were on the other side of it. Yeah, which you know, full disclosure. Yeah. You know, I, my time at the bone ended back in December 2022, mm-hmm. um, and you had to unfortunately deliver the bad news. I did, which you know, and Awful. full disclosure. Yeah, we can say anything. There is, you know, no bad blood between you and me because mm-hmm. I, I already knew, I understood the situation. I'm still, a, you know, was a team player to the very last end. It's like Absolutely you know, I under- you know, hey, you know, you took a chance on me. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't go the full fruition. Doesn't mean that I still don't want to be on radio and yeah, stuff like that. And course. also does not mean, like I said, no bad blood, blood yeah. between us. And that's also what's been kind of keeping me from going to freaking bone events because I did not want to be there. People start asking questions and I start, you know, saying stuff yeah. without hearing the full side of the story and all that stuff. You yeah. Know, make, you know, just in case you know, people see a bad light on me, see a bad light on you and stuff like that. I think this is a good place to really yeah. like talk about that in, yeah. in detail because you and I had a conversation when I hired you fall of 2021. Yep. Right. I knew I interviewed a whole bunch of people and yep. there were some good contenders, but I, I knew that you were my guy mm-hmm. and you were my guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was super excited to give you that opportunity afternoon drive. Yeah. Um, on the bone. And I, 
and you and I had a very open conversation at the time. We're we're taking a risk here. Yeah. Because you had you were a part timer for years up to that. You oh, had yeah. started as an intern at the Bone, then you were part timer, and then you were working your way up. And so yeah. w- there was no question that it was a risk. You mm. were technically green, as they like to say. Yeah. I was a green PD. Yeah. I was brand new. I had been a PD a month. Maybe month it and a half. It was like two months yeah. because you got the job in end of July. July because I hung overly called you like and congratulate yes. you yep. on my long ass trip back from not uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, that's right. That's God, right. that was a uh, uh, that's a whole other story. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fraternity event. And uh-huh. Like, oh my God. Yeah, you and your friggin' fraternity. Well, event. you know, I it's funny because that trip, I think I got the most messed up the night. Or the day that I went to go surprise my cousin Michael, who moved out there years ago, started his family and life out there. Uh-huh. And, like, uh, I was supposed to fly out that Sunday before the announcement came down. Yeah. But because of lightning, my, my flight got canceled. That's right. So I then I ended up going back to my cousin's house. And we like, hey, man, you want to try some edibles? My neighbor met. met oh my like, hey, man, you want to try this uh, bourbon? I'm like. Yes, yes, like, and yes, yes. all the things. Here, have some California gummies or edibles. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, we FaceTime my cousin and my aunt, uh, and just drunkly was singing like. <laughs> actually, we we FaceTime my cousin, and we drunkenly sung uh, "We Didn't Start the Fire" with her on <laughs> FaceTime because that's like one of the family songs we would always. Good blast choice. It, that's I a good know. choice of a song, by the way. How do you think I know all the lyrics? Uh huh. Yep. Now people. I know. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, funny. Uh, but yeah, so it was like uh, late July. Yeah. And then the process started because, you know, I was like, so what? I, was, I literally said, so what's next? Uh-huh. And you're like, you know what? You know what my plan is. Mm-hmm. Like you had you had your little, your your ideas and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And Absolutely. Yeah. And so we knew. We knew when we went into it, we were taking a risk. Yeah. And um, you were on the air for a year and a half and change. Mm-hmm. No, more. Year and four months or two year, months, three months, something like that? Like three, four months. Yeah. yeah. And uh and it and it just unfortunately it didn't work out. Yeah. And and Thanks, Nielsen. I know, yeah. <laughs> don't 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 get me started on Nielsen. Um yeah. There are some how do I put this uh well as a program director? There are some things about radio that you just you have. absolutely cannot control. Yeah. You just can't. Like it, it's it's a crazy system, it's crazy math, mm-hmm. and there are things that happen that you just can't control. And we knew again, we knew we know all these things. If you work yeah. radio, you know the realities of of this industry. Yeah. And you, we both knew we were taking a risk, and unfortunately, that it didn't work out. And I Here had I, I had to deliver the message, but yeah. you know it speaks volumes mm. on our relationship that you went what through what you did on your side. Yeah. And I went through what, what I did on my side, which, by the way, fun fact, yeah. I didn't say anything about my side to you for a couple months after that firing because yeah. I never wanted to make it about me. I didn't want – it was always about you. Mm-hmm. But when I finally did have a conversation with you very openly, we talked about everything. I said, yeah. it fucking sucked. Like, yeah. You told to me. Give- you, you, you were losing sleep over that. Oh, my God. Leading like, up to it. Didn't sleep for days. Can, can I just say thank you for holding off till after the Do Not Drink and Drive show? Well, I held off. I held off for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Uh, the Do Not Drink and Drive oh, show. Yeah, it was right before Thanksgiving. It too. was right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was yeah. the holidays, which just makes you feel like the biggest dick. But also um, health insurance. You know, you've got yeah. a son, and I wanted yeah. to make sure you had health insurance through the end of the year. So yeah. that was very strategic on my end to make yeah. sure because I love you so much. And I yeah. was like, 
how much can we get out of this situation? I know. You know, so anyway, <laughs> it's not about me. It's still not about, very much not about me. Yeah. But to have to deliver that message to somebody that you truly, deeply love so mm-hmm. much yeah. is horrific. Oh, I could, I, I, you know, we've had this conversation, like, I said, like, I could only imagine what you were going through and what, like. Because nothing about me wanted to do it. And and nothing about me wanted you to think that it took anything away from how I feel about you and your talent. No. and Which I, I think and now you realize that it doesn't. It has nothing I, to do with I that. I realize that, like, maybe a week after. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that's fair. I'm, I'm, that's fair. I'm joking. No, I, no, I completely realize that, like, you know, it, I, like I said, it had to be done. Yeah. Like, you know, I, you know, and that's one thing that my wife says, like, you are just way too, like, loyal to even the people who fuck you over. Or, you like, are super loyal. Yeah. It's like, I, I told her, like, I understood, like, you know, like, what had to be done, like, you know, because if I, you know. Who would have known what would happen if you if I I still stayed on air? What if? Yeah. What if you know? There is you know the devil's advocate like hey maybe it would have turned around and you know the people listening would have really started to enjoy my show. Yeah. Which I did create a fan base. Oh, you definitely did. Um, you definitely did. But unfortunately, they don't have meters. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's like, how radio works. And they're not listening on Fridays. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that too. Oh god, that was such a fun feature. Yes, yes, it was. Oh man. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, I could, you know, like I said, it's been, it was water on the bridge from day one after the fact. We went and had a beer right after. We literally <laughs> we, left we, the radio station. And, uh, you said to your boss, Larry, we're going to go have some beers. <laughs> he, I, I think when I said that, he was like, what in the world? Because like, you know, totally being honest, most firings don't end up with the person who fired the person you taking them for beers. a beer. Yeah. But I was like, this, look, this is like a brother to me. Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to sleep at night if I don't have some sort of conversation around this yeah. that doesn't involve, like, here's the very um, proper way to let someone go, and here's your paperwork and your severance and all these things. And yeah. I don't follow that up with, like, I fucking love you, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sleep at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was super important that I just said, screw it, left the radio station. You yeah. and I went and had a beer or two, I think, if it was. That was, like, three. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and we worked it out right and, there. And also a few more people came down. They and did. Like, Huey like, came down. Yeah. Some of our Mari, co-workers, Mari, uh, Marine came Marie. down. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, everyone loves you. And yeah. no one wanted that to happen. No, and, I know. But moving to be forward done. past that, exactly. Yeah. And what I will say to Sam's comment about you're too loyal, there is something to be said for, like, our loved ones, our parents, our, our partners, they understand as much as they can understand about radio. Yeah. Jay included in this, so this is not an attack on Sam. This is Jay yeah. included. Yeah. You cannot fully understand the beast that is radio unless you live it. Yeah. Like, you can be married to somebody who does it and think you understand everything, and you understand 95% of it, yeah. but you just can't understand the whole the being that is the radio industry unless well, you're living, eating, and breathing it. And also, it's just because we were such... A night, uh, a tight knit group oh, yeah. of people, because like a family. Well, yeah, you, yeah. You started from the bottom as part time, worked uh-huh. your way up. I started from the bottom, worked my way up. Huey, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like we are fucking unicorns when it comes to totally at the bone. Totally started from our, from the bottom, worked our way up. Mm-hmm. Some of us are still there. Some of us are not. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. You know that, like, like I've been telling people, that is radio. It is so. I mean, things could change for me at any point. <laughs> I say that to you all the time. Which you If know, you work in radio, by the way, you're always waiting oh, for your key card not to work. Like, that's the I running know. joke. 
<laughs> it might be the next. You just never know. Like what, that is the what, industry what, we work at. At the time of this taping, should I text Nikki like, "Hey, uh, how are you feeling about your key card working oh, when you no. got back?" Oh, God bless. That's another thing, Nikki. No, I was so happy when you told me Nikki was coming. That was going to be my replacement. Well, the truth of it is, and we're spilling all the tea. Yeah. Are you okay with all this? Are you okay with all this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I mean, it's just truth. It's just facts. It is exactly how this played out and how we both felt about it. Yeah. And Nikki had a terrible time because... As I was as I was going through this horrible situation, knowing that you had you had to go, yeah, I was like, okay, how can I make this the best that it can be in this situation? Right. And I knew, and I knew that Nikki had wanted to come back to the bone for seven years or whatever it was. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, while we're dealing with this horrific situation with someone I love over here, this situation over here could be rectified with another person that I love. Yeah. So it was like, all right, this could all sort of fluidly work together. And quite frankly, it has. You and Nikki are friends. You've been friends for yeah. a long time. You were on intern on her show. I know. Right? I had I had to run the soundboard while she had her uh like her wrist her, her wrist Yeah, wrist issue. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um Nikki struggled with that because yeah. she loves you. Yeah, I know. And she do- <laughs> she doesn't I hate want to say I know like but, but, but you know. I'm great. I know, I know. I mean, yeah, you know. And so she it's not like she was excited to come in and be like like, hey, ta-da, I'm here. Like, that was not yeah. <laughs> that was not the thing. We all struggled with it. Yeah. Um, but I think what got us all through it, it's going to sound super hokey, but <laughs> love. Yep. We all love each other. We yep. all respect the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. And we were all very honest about what we were dealing with. You were very yeah. honest about your feelings. I yeah. was. She was. Huey was. Huey's in the mix of all of this because yeah. he's still friends with all of us. I mean, we really are like family. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it was almost kind of like in a family, like somebody getting divorced and you all just kind of have to sit at a table and work all your yeah. shit out. Yeah. Except you give me most weekends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. That was great. Yeah. Because, so, you, yeah. Know, you know, we're still doing Soundwaves TV. Mm, absolutely. And we will in, until Dennis tells us we can't. Yeah. Anymore. Until the money runs out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what money? What money. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, but you became a part of Soundwaves, and my God. Yeah. Again, going back to that hard work, you're the first guy there. You're the last guy to leave. Yeah. You're the guy that throws the headphones on, checks sound, and set up a camera and do this, yeah. and I love you but, for it. But, you know, as Dennis says, there's a whole lot of fuckery going on. Oh, yeah. So someone needs to be, like, an extra set of eyes and ears oh and God. stuff like that. Wait, are, is and that it, a way to say that you're the responsible one? Because that's a weird sentence. I know. That's... <laughs> That says something. Oh, I'm not trying to blow. Laugh. I'm not trying to blow smoke on my ass. I but was just gonna say you're the responsible one amongst that group. When it comes, which when I it, don't know. It, like that bar is really low. I'm just saying. I know. Between me well, and Dennis all, and Steve and Joe McCaffrey and Morris, Morris Knight, yeah. Morris Mother F and Knight. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that bar's pretty, oh, pretty stupid low. Yeah. So we rely on you. I know. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. I know, but uh, it's kind of cool to you know still be part of Soundwaves. Oh yeah. It's 40th anniversary or 40th season. I shouldn't say anniversary. Well, 40th tend- year. Yeah, 40th year. 40th year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the sixth year of this new iteration of you coming in, mm-hmm. kind of taking the reins as yeah. kind of main main chica. Yeah, main chica. I like that. <laughs> That's going on my business card. Um, That's on the resume. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's funny though. You made that sound like I came in and took over. Which, well, no, I mean, we, it, the way that, you know, Dennis kind of like wanted to make you the focal point, didn't he not? Which or? he shouldn't have. Yeah. He shouldn't have. Yeah. But now it's like we have. So expanded. here's the backstory on yeah, that. Let's hear the backstory. Because that is how it played out. So yeah. Dennis, 
invited me. So Dennis Willis worked at at the time that I met him. Mm-hmm. He worked at KGO, movie critic, and so he would he would, worked in our physical building. Rest in peace, KGO. Yeah, that's another story. <laughs> that's a whole other Oprah. Um, so he came into the Bone Studio, mm-hmm. introduced himself, yada yada, asked me to be a part of the Christmas show. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no problem. So I went and did the Christmas show, and I fell in love with the gang because what's not to love? Right. And after the Christmas show, I walked up to him and I was like, what are we doing next? What's next? Like, let's go. And so literally on the spot, we decided we were going to bring back Soundwaves TV. And we didn't know what that meant, really. It was just like, okay, what are we going to do? And so he said, what are you into? And I said, local music, because I've done some sort of iteration of local music since I started radio when I was 19. Dear God, help me. (laughs) And uh, he was like, okay, jamming. Let's do that. Let's, Let's figure it out. And we did. And at first, he wanted me to be the sole host. It was like my show, and he was producing it. Steven was producing it, and that was that. And after the first season, I was like, yeah, no, I don't like this whole solo host situation. Yeah. I am a cast of, you know, I am a cast of characters (laughs) kind of girl. I I vibe off this. I am the same way. Uh, Yeah. I'm like, I get my energy from you. I feed off of you. The best magical moments happen with a cast of friends. And I'm referencing the TV show. Like that, that was magic because those people loved each other and they worked so well. And so we decided that me at the time, me, Dennis and Steve were going to be the the trifecta. And so that's kind of how that formed. Yeah. And I'm really glad that they listened to me because at first they kind of pushed back on it. But I really, really wanted it to be a collaborative effort. And then it just grew, grew from there. Yeah, because uh, for season four mm-hmm. of the new iteration, you were going to bring on Morris Knight, but then the pandemic happened. Yeah. And then. You brought him on for one week, I think, before yeah. the pandemic happened. Yeah. Something like that was ridiculous. Yeah. And then the Zoom episodes began. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Which some of those were actually, you know, there was a lot, I have to admit, there was a lot of passion. And it oh, was, yeah. it was, because. You're trying to work off of someone online, yeah. at a different, you know, you know, place in the state, right? Um, and let me just say, the Christmas episode for that year, mm-hmm. oh my god, a beautiful episode. I totally agree. Yeah, Dennis really did not want to do that. He didn't want to do a Christmas episode on Zoom, which I understood, right? But the world we were in, we kind of, we kind of needed we to. We kind of had to. It was like, well. This is the world we're living in right now. Let's represent what's happening. Mm-hmm. And what always works for me, and I think for Soundwaves, and I think really for anybody, mm-hmm. is authenticity. And yeah. we showed what we were going through. And oh, yeah. everybody was very authentic with where they were. I mean, you add to that. Okay, so we're going real deep now, so mm. follow me. Mm. So COVID happens. We all loved Morris Knight. Like no. every, I mean, who the fuck doesn't love Morris Knight? I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Um, but I'm a huge fan of his, and and he says he's a huge fan of me. Jury's still out on that. Mutual <laughs> respect for each other. I love him so much. Love him so much. But we didn't have a lot of um, time to work with him because yeah. of COVID. So yeah. we had him in studio one day, recorded a couple episodes, and then we all had to go into our corners on Zoom. And so it was interesting coming back on with him and and finding that chemistry with him was all through Zoom. Yeah. Then you add George Floyd in the mix. And then we have our only African-American guy on this show. Yeah. 
having to like speak on behalf of what's going on there because we weren't going to ignore it and we yeah. shouldn't have ignored it. And I'm glad we didn't ignore it. Yeah. But then it was like, oh my God, we're finding this chemistry with this new guy on a computer and now we're adding race into the mix. Yeah. And I'm here to say, I'm super proud of the way we handled that. Oh yeah. We very co- we're a music show. <laughs> like we very could have easily just like turned our back and went, that's not our circus, you know, like that's, that's, uh, that's over there. We talk about music. Yeah. But we really just decided, I think, to take on what was happening and be authentic about how we were feeling. And that is one of the episodes I'm most proud of. Yeah. Because there were tears. Yeah. There was awkward tension because I think a lot of us didn't know what to say or didn't want to say the wrong thing, I guess is a better way to put it. Yeah, that. yeah. And Morris is like, oh, love him. He's an open book. He's like, nope, bring it, bring it. Let's just talk it. Yeah. Let's just get it out there. And man, I really think we made some important TV. I think so too. It was an, a you know a hard hitting episode. It was, and you know it. Nothing gets done unless it is talked about. Amen. Uh, un- unless you don't talk about it. Amen. You know. Yeah. Do I have a big problem with cancel culture? <laughs> exactly. Are we going there? Uh, no. Not on this episode. It's only episode two. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> we'll keep that opinion to myself. Oh man, you know, uh, you know. One thing about when it comes to like, you know, our lives and all that stuff, you have been, well, first of all, you will forever be my fucking mentor. You're like a big sister I never had. Yep. Uh, when I had my son, Jack, oh I God. literally kept on calling you like, what What do I do? I remember and, the day you walked in and told me you guys were pregnant. I remember yeah, it. Like, it I was can, a dude. Everything we I know. I remember it was super early in the morning. You walked in and you just had this look on your face that was like part joy and part like, like ghost. Just like, scared like shit. White. I, like white. I, I was so excited for you. I know. Because Cody was like two. two at the time. Yeah. So I like I, I knew sort of where we were headed with parenting, but not really. Oh, man. Um, and so I just was so excited that you were right behind me. Yeah. And that I could... I wouldn't necessarily say guide you because I don't think I have that much wisdom, but like at least tell you what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, like get ready, ready for this shit. And but you're never also, ready. I know you're not. And also save all of our boy stuff for you. Once I found out you were having Jack a boy, oh I was like, god. oh my god, this is so great. <laughs> are, I get to give you all of our we, crap. We are still. <laughs> yeah. We finally gotten to like some of the uh, like three T and four T stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's summer coming up and, yeah. you know, all the shorts are coming out. And it's like, God damn. I, and also, first of all, your hand-me-downs are second or second-hand hand-me-downs. Which, yes, they are. They're some nice hand-me-downs. I'll tell you why. <laughs> they came from my best friend, Gianna. Yep. Who hey, came G. from, I know, who came from her other best friend. Oh, yeah. Maria, who lives in San Diego. Maria is not afraid to shop for labels. That girl yeah. loves her. Some Joe jeans. She loves oh her. God. Some label. So she buys the good shit? I think there was a... Uh, so actually, oh, yeah. by the time I got to you, it went from Maria to Gianna yeah. to me to you. So... So fourth generation. Jesus. Still in good shape. They are still in good shape. Because I good... never gave you any crap. Like, if no. I had a stain on it, no. I threw it out. No. Like, yeah. I, 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 wouldn't did, do that I did go through some stuff, like some of the pajamas that were A little crusty. Of... <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's use that, let's use that <laughs> adjective. A little crusty. <laughs> I was going to say... Faded and worn out. Faded and worn. But yeah, some were crusty. Used, um, gently, <laughs> gently used and loved. How about that? But it was so cool to see, like, I love whenever I see you post something on Instagram or yeah. I see you or, with Jack and yeah. he has something on that's Cody's. Oh, dude, he wears all the, I make sure oh he wears all the band tees. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you, as a parent, you understand. You get attached to everything your kid touches. Yeah. And especially clothes, because you have memories wrapped up in those clothes. Yeah. So to have my memories with Cody and then see Jack wearing it and see yeah. you building memories with that, it's just, oh my God, it's so sweet. But oh my God, like, I, it's kind of funny, you know, being a parent and then working, you know, as, you know, in the uh, service uh, service industry right now. Yeah. Back again. Yeah. Um, and people are like, oh, so what shows are you watch? I'm like, well... <laughs> Mostly Bluey and... Uh, can we just talk about how much we love Bluey? First, so... I love Bluey. Did I tell you that, I, you know, I, so I host trivia. Well, the trivia, I wanted to ask I, you about I this. I did a round of Bluey characters. <laughs> and surprisingly, the te- so there was actually a team who had three of their kids who were aged appropriately for the show Bluey. Yeah. Okay. And they, they only got like maybe... Three, like a third of the answers correct when it came oh, to the really? answers. Oh, First wow. of all, I hate to say this. Actually, maybe I'm proud of it. I am such a Bluey stan. Oh, I'm a Bluey stan. <laughs> it's thousand percent. Are you kidding? I, I go deep dives. Dude, if they went to a convention, like oh RS would be in a car, we'd go see the Bluey people. I was I was tempted to actually buy tickets for when Bluey's big show, the live the live show yeah. came to San Jose. Yeah. But it's like, Jack will not sit still. You don't think so? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Ah. He's still pretty young. He, Yeah, you yeah. know, he, uh, he's definitely in that, like, you know, beat of, his, beat of his own drum uh-huh. kind of deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, keyword, he won't sit still. That's what happens. I mean, but, at that age, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know if I did the right, because I was thinking, okay, I did it. Name the name the character for two points. Mm-hmm. Name the breed for one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so guaranteed, you can see that what the breed is. About everybody would get, you know, maybe 80 to 90% right. of the breeds. Right. Oh, my God. People are stupid. Oh, I just spit out, I just spit out a, a green bean. Excuse me. What were they saying? Oh, my God. They just, you know, of course, you know, they got Dalmatian. Yeah. They got Healer. But, I'll, but you know, I had about, I had all four of the main family mm-hmm. plus the two uncles. Okay. I was like, and, you know, question one was Bluey. A blue healer. All right. Uh, and it's super like, easy. okay, now the rest of the questions, you got to be specific. What healer? And you'll see why. Wow. You I went did. deep. I love I it. I did. And it's funny, too, because I, I did a preview reel, a preview like video on my socials. Like, hey, if you're coming out, here's what you need to be ready for. Right. And I said, the characters from Bluey and their breed. And it's like. You literally gave them no excuses. I they know. just needed to study up. Yeah. But. I think I, you basically have watched every episode of Bluey. I mean, you? it's been a while because Cody's now sick, so he's a little yeah. out of it. But my God, it's our favorite show. Have you watched oh. the episode Sleepy Time? Oh, my God. Ah, yes. The tears. Every time. Even, oh, my every God. Time, every oh time. Every time. Just thinking about it, I get teary-eyed. When the, when the whimpering starts. Yes. And then you see the comment. The comment. Oh, my God. God damn. Oh. Sam oh. always gives me. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like. Oh crap! It's sleepy time, and Sam's like oh. gives that like little grinch smile that she gets sometimes. Oh. Like, are you gonna start crying? I'm like, yes. no, you Does know what? Not the- cry? No. How? Does she have a know. soul, Sam? <laughs> My God, I can hear it playing. Like if I'm cooking dinner and I hear it playing, I'll yeah. get teary eyed just like, knowing is, what's happening. That like, show has so much heart. Like that episode, and it's definitely the the third season that they've really kind of taken off when it comes to being really artistic mm-hmm. uh like what was it it's the um it's the minimal the minimal episodes so like uh handstand where like 
bingos trying to get the, you know, doing hand signs, trying to get attention until Nana comes in. Yeah. It's like, you know, super, you know, like, at, like, I am a pentameter throughout it, like, you know, kind of patternized. Yeah. But then the, uh, the rain episode where it's just Bluey and her mom, Chili, uh-huh. there's little to no, um, Dialogue, mm-hmm. just Bluey trying to make a little dam in her, you know, walkway, mm-hmm. and it's just like you. It's just all it's it's all emotion. You know, Chili's trying to deal with a wet dog of a oh daughter. That's, yeah, right. <laughs> but then she's like, okay, I gotta let this let her have fun. Gotta have fun. Yep. There's so many deep lessons in it as Seriously. far as parenting. Like the the creators of this show, because there's a lot of dumb stuff out there for kids. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're a parent, you know, there's a yeah. lot of questionable things. But every time he would turn on Bluey, I just was able to trust it. Yeah. And that's really nice as a parent to go, you know what? I'm cool. He can watch as much Bluey as he wants. Did you hear about the uh, the uh, controversy about a, a, a new season episode? That people are giving a backlash about. No, what is it? So that? it's an episode that has only been released in Australia. Okay. I don't know what it's called, but people are saying that um, Bandit and Chili are fat shaming, uh, are body shaming, because it literally starts off Bandit on the scale, and he's like, ugh, like, like looking down at the numbers. Yeah. He's like, ugh, like, you know, he grabs like a grabs little Grabs his tummy, uh-huh. Then he goes back to his regular, you know, cartoon self, mm-hmm. and then... Chili does the same thing. Uh-huh. She just looks at like and hears, you know, oh god, like you know, upset with the number that she sees. Yeah. But then it turns into like you know, bandit out in the backyard trying to get some work done or work working out before having to go to work or go on a meeting. Yeah. Because he's an archaeologist and right. his means are online. <laughs> so, like I told you, I'm a bluey stand, bro. I love it. <laughs> I'm here for it. But it's you know, what is it? Uh, bluey and Bingo are playing a game where they. I forget what they're doing, but they end up, like, helping Bandit with, like, working out. Like, he hoists them up. Oh, it's like uh, going to work. Oh, And yeah. they're in the building, like, I'm your boss. Like, you know, yeah. take the elevator. Oh, we got to go back up. Oh, we got to go back down. Like, Super and cute. it's trying to show you that, you know, working out can be fun. You can do it with kids. Yeah, but there are, people are getting, saying that it's all about body shaming. Oh, like, for God's sake. See, this is the shit I, I can't handle. Like, really? I know. It's a freaking yeah, kid they're, show. Yeah, they're basically saying that workout can be fun. And like you know, he's like, okay, I should probably you know do some working out, like which is everything that I did with yeah. Cody. Like that, that was a scary transition um, because I I worked out every day before I had a kid, and having a kid is a different beast. I mean, you just have to cut out time, Ooh. right? Exactly, <laughs> you have to cut out time for yourself to. As to, I eat all the gluten, I know. Eat all. Oh. I'm eating my broccoli. Well, no, that's bullshit. I'm eating cheese right now. <laughs> I, I ate my broccoli. And my asparagus and my green beans, but now I'm having cheese with jam on it, and it's freaking jam on it. It's very, very good. Anyway, um, it is a huge. You can have that. Oh my god, I didn't even offer that stuff to you before I ate it all. You can have okay. my broccoli too. It's okay. You have your you have your flesh over there to eat. I just have my broccoli. <laughs> anyway, um, I love you. I just I just love our yeah. chats. I'm not even watching the clock. I do full I disclosure. Know. I have to go get it, Cody it pretty soon. It's almost two. So we'll wrap up within ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. What was it saying? Backtracking. Anyway. Cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Cancel culture, but also going from being a parent um, or from non-parent and working out and going to being a parent, it's really hard because you do have to be very, very specific about your time and how you're going to do that and where you're going to do that. And I used Cody a lot, like what you're just saying on Bluey, like lifting him up, like using him for squats, like (laughs) we made a game out of it. Yeah. You know? And so that's exactly what they were doing on this episode. But I thought of it as like, okay, now Cody has seen me work out every day since he's been alive. 
Yeah. He has his own little baby weights. He loves to, well, not baby <laughs> weights anymore. Awesome. I, I'm talking about him like he's Jack's age, but baby weights. Now he's six. But like he, he would lift his weights as I was lifting my weights and he would run circles around me while I'm doing squats. And so like, I always felt like that was normalizing body movement, right? right? That that was the way I always considered like I'm teaching him good habits because it's just a part of his life. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, I got to work out. I hate working out. I'm not doing this. I never did any of that. It was like, this is just what we do. Yeah. So now as a six-year-old, he moves his body. Like yeah. he will say that. I need to move my body. And so he'll run around or he'll ask to get on the treadmill or he'll do jumping jacks. Just, 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 just turn on some heavy metal like just circle pit, just, buddy. Just circle pit. <laughs> It counts. It does. It counts. It counts for steps. Which we'll see how uh, how I last at aftershock this year. Hey, are we gonna do a pit cam on you? I think that's a fantastic. I think idea. we need to do a pit cam. I need Let's to. Let's do it. Like strap a my, GoPro I'm, to your forehead. I well that I was um, going to talk like you know my birthday is coming up at the time of this. Mm-hmm. I might well. So oh god, you know this is what sucks about people being assholes and stealing stuff from your truck. Do you remember when I had? Uh, the little uh, Sony cam. I had a Sony cam. Yeah. And I did uh, a lot of the video, like a couple videos at the Lamont and Snelly show. With yeah, that. totally. I got stolen on my car one day. Uh. Yeah. And also it had a chest strap and all that stuff at the whole nine. Oh, It was man. so much fun. That but sucks. The problem is it looked like a handy cam. So it was like, I literally looked like, you know, Inspector Gadget. Like, oh, go, go, Gadget. <laughs> Chest go, go gadget, chest camera. I love it. It was like out to here, so like that wouldn't be a good. Pit That's cam. hilarious. So I was like, I don't know. I might save us some money on a GoPro. How oh, much are they? Oh, I don't even know. They're not that bad right now anymore. Well, you know, they're on like what version eight, I think, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know, like the higher end, like you know, a decent one is like maybe like five hundred bucks, I think. Okay. You know, GoPro, if you hey, I know sponsor. Hello. Yeah. Well, I'm also rocking True Classic, like last oh. episode. Oh my god, you right. are a true classic walking billboard. <laughs> I am a true classic. Every time billboard. I see this fool, he's like true classic Seriously. underwear, true classic. Just just the pants, just the pants and the shirt today. And the shirt today. Yeah. But you come out with anything, this boy's on it. Yeah. It's actually really good stuff. True. It really is. True story about you true classic. You need to order some for Jay. I know. Yeah. Oh. We had a ah! I just lost a piece of cheese. <laughs> we cheese had a full blown conversation about underwear last time we saw each other. Yeah. About the ball pocket. Oh, the ball hammock? The hammock. Yeah. That's the word I should use. Ball hammock. I mean, obviously, I don't have They're any. They're great, except it depends on whether or not, it depends on how the actual hammock, like, not the hammock part that goes around the sack. Okay, It's yeah. the rest of it. Uh, like, you know. Oh, could it rub? Like, you mean, like. Well, if there's a seam in the front, that yeah. could be annoying or possibly cause, like, you know, you know. You gotta make sure you gotta put the bits in the right way. Right, right. Um, like some underwear, you know, with a ball hammock, it's just—it's not good. Well, I'm, how open do we want to be on this Speak right freely. now? Really? All right. Well, I am circumcised. Uh huh. There and, you go. And, okay. some, and sometimes, you know, if it is not positioned the right way, the turtle head likes to go go into a shell. Oh. If, if it's oh. the wrong and like you know bending down, like if it's not you know stitched the right way, it could. Cause that. Cause, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes and sense. And then I got to go run away and hide and put my hands down my pants. Hey! Fish it out. So that's what I saw you doing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I knew something was up. Did uh, you see how we went from. Talking Bluey, about. How, yeah. We went from Bluey to a pit cam to balls. Yeah. I mean, that is like, that sums up our relationship right yeah. now. Don't you feel But like true it? classic underwear does not yeah. do that. You can cut this out as an ad when they start paying you. Uh, if they, yeah. The, 
Uh, Not if they start paying yeah. you, when they start paying yeah. you. <laughs> well, I think this is a good place to wrap it up here because you're basically. Oh, you mean after on... the balls talk, we're done? Oh, we can start keep talking about balls and shit. <laughs> we haven't had enough alcohol for that. No, we have not. Oh my god! Thank you so much. As my mouth yeah. is full. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. No, I, I gotta say, I love you so no, much. I love you too, but I gotta say thank you to you because, like I said, if it wasn't for your constant, like. You know, I should Being say your bully. Yeah, <laughs> I should, don't say that's a, that's a bad word. I know, I know. But constantly, you know, checking in on me, uh, badgering me. That I'll use that badger. I like that word. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'll be your uh, badger. This podcast would not have gotten up if it wasn't for you. Still mentoring me. Yep. After all these years, and after what month is it now? Six months and not even being your coworker. Yeah. Or your pee on, however you, you, however you talk down. You're not getting, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> however, I bully my staff. See, now you know the real truth. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> uh, so, guys, please follow Chasta at Chasta Lynn on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what other handles? Do, I hate uh, Twitter, so let's not go there. Yeah, we're not gonna go. There. I don't um, do Twitter. Facebook either. is fine, Chasta Radio, but I'm yeah. really an Instagram girl. Yeah, I'm I an do, Instagram I, girl. I think Instagram is the far superior social media oh i agree yeah i haven't quite made it to tiktok yet uh yeah, actually we, we'll have to have a tiktok talk okay all right we <laughs> I, need a sound like tiktok I, oh my god I that that would that's a whole other kind of i don't know TikTok. Dennis, i felt dennis roll his eyes just now <laughs> like somewhere in the universe he felt me say that I'm and he's sure, like i'm that, sure giselle would yeah. be it would love the oh dude. giselle's a queen she just can do send that her some videos i'm sure she could probably she's put on it, together. it she's on it uh but also, don't forget to tune into The Bone every day from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. for the Lamont and Morning Show. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for Chasta. Stop there. Um, <laughs> I'm Nikki. I'm joking. Nikki, we're kidding. We love you. <laughs> Nikki Black from 2 to 7. Steve Gorman Rock, 7 till midnight. And also, oh, we forgot. Soundways FM. Yes. Saturday nights, 11 p.m. to midnight. The number one rock show on the weekend. It is. I'm so it's proud of Dennis. So it's awesome. so amazing. I'm so proud oh of him. Oh, my God. So, yeah, make sure you check that out. 11 yeah. p.m. Dennis works his ass off on yeah. that show. So. New episodes of Soundways TV every Thursday. Yep. Uh, by the time this comes out, we'll have new episodes going. We're going to take a break uh, here in a couple weeks at the yep. time of this taping. Uh, so, yeah, by the time, we'll have new episodes going for you right now. Um, and I think that's really about it. Don't forget to follow me. I need to talk yeah, about me, too. Yeah, follow this guy. <laughs> at the Joe Hawk on Instagram. JoeHawkOnAir.com, uh, JoeHawkOnAir for TikTok. Yes, right. I'm on the talk. You are on the talk. I am such a dad. Dude, I have a dad. You can teach me. I have a dad talk going That's on. That's good. Right. That could be a good thing. That could work in your favor. And also, don't forget, if you're on the coast, to come out here to Pacifica Brewery. Yeah. Phenomenal spot. Uh, open uh, seven days a week, I believe. Nope. Nope. Six Wednesday days a week. Wednesday through Sunday. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Wednesday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just go to PacificaBrewery.com. There you go. Now we're talking And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. As always, take care, stay safe, and rock on. Love you, bye. As I'm, like, chewing cheese. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there you go. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this new episode of the podcast. Be sure to stay up to date with all things Joe Hawk by giving me a follow on my Instagram at the Joe Hawk. Also, www.facebook.com slash Joe Hawk official. And to keep up to date with all things going on with the Joe Hawk brand, be sure to sign up for the newsletter over at JoeHawkOnAir.com. Until next time, Joe Hawk here saying, take care, stay safe, and rock on.